On July 26, 1990, President George H.W. Bush signed into law the Americans with Disabilities Act, the ADA, saying these words, let the shameful wall of exclusion finally come tumbling down. The ADA prohibits discrimination against people with disabilities. But what is a disability under the ADA, and is having one enough to be covered by the ADA? Welcome to College, Disabilities, and Success, Episode 13, What Counts as a Disability for College, by Mickey Hayes. The ADA defines disabilities as a mental or physical impairment that substantially limits one or more major life activities. The protection extends not only to individuals who currently have a disability, but those with a record of mental or physical impairment that substantially limits one or more major life activities, or those who are perceived or regarded as having a mental or physical impairment that substantially limits one or more major life activities. So the ADA has extended the definition to someone who has a mental or physical impairment, is regarded as having one, or has a record of having one. But you should notice in each case that the key phrase substantially limits one or more major life activities is included. And that is an important phrase as far as the ADA is concerned. Now, I am not a lawyer, so if you are getting into some of the legal technicalities of the law, you need to see a lawyer to talk about any specific questions that you might have with regards to the ADA and what it covers and what it doesn't cover. But you can find a lot of information on the ADA website, ada.gov, and there you will get the definition and all of the parameters and guidelines that they have established around the ADA. So please, if you have any legal questions regarding the ADA, speak to a lawyer. The law says that a disability substantially limits one or more major life activities. So what exactly does that mean, and what is a major life activity? Well, an impairment cannot be a disability unless it limits something. And so they use the term major life activity to mean those activities that are central to our daily lives. According to the department's regulations, a major life activity includes walking, seeing, hearing, breathing, caring for oneself, sitting, standing, lifting, learning, thinking, working, and performing manual tasks that are central to daily life. This is not a complete list of major life activities, So other activities may also qualify. So if you have any questions regarding exactly what is a major life activity, again, the lawyer can help clarify that for you. The ADA defines a substantial limitation as something that is severe, significant, considerable, or to a large degree. The ADA protects people with serious long-term conditions. It does not protect people with minor short-term conditions. Do know that if you're in a situation at college and something happens to you physically, for example, you break an arm and you can't write, that would impact your ability to do a major life activity. And in those cases, Disability services can address a temporary situation by giving you temporary accommodations, but they will have parameters established at the college under what guidelines they can follow in order to allow that to qualify for temporary accommodations. 
So if you have a condition like that where you possibly broke an arm and it limits your ability to substantially write, that could qualify. If you broke your arm and it really doesn't impact your day-to-day life, then that would not qualify. So you have to consider the situation. And if you're not sure, you would talk to the disability specialist to get clarification. The Supreme Court did establish that situations like vision problems where you wear glasses or high blood pressure that's under control may not constitute a disability. If you feel as though your vision problems or your blood pressure problems do impact your day-to-day life significantly and are not impacted by mitigating measures such as eyeglasses or blood pressure medication, then again, that's time to have a conversation with the people with the disability services. Blood pressure medication in particular could impact your day-to-day living if you have a problem or issue with medication. The bottom line is don't assume anything. Talk to the disability services and get their professional expert opinion on if and how they can help you in a situation. Today's podcast dealt with defining a disability and clarifying some of the terminology around the ADA law. I did not cover the ADA as it pertains to accommodations and documentation, but I do have that information available to you. All you have to do is go to my website, mickeyteaches.com, and sign up for my free newsletter getting ready for college. In my newsletter, I included free access to a video that I created on the ADA law and free ebook insights from a disability specialist on questions you can ask the disability services professional when you go to that first meeting and a section on parent tips that you may find helpful. You'll also see some course information called College and Disabilities, Nine Changes from High School that Every Parent Should Know. My goal with all of this is to help as many people as possible prepare for the rigors and the excitement and the unknowns that college presents to students that are graduating. There's a lot going on in their lives this summer as they prep for college, and it would give you and give them some insight into some of the issues that may come up as they transition from the world of high school into the world of college and the ADA. I hope you found today's podcast valuable. Once again, my website is called mickeyteaches.com, M-I-C-K-I-E teaches.com, and you can access your free newsletter with the free video and free ebook. Thank you for joining me today. Take care and have a great rest of the day. Bye. The information contained throughout this podcast has been gleaned from my own personal experiences. But to ensure accuracy, please contact the Disability Services at the college of your choice to have first-hand information and the most up-to-date policies and procedures followed by your particular institution of higher education. The content in any of these podcasts is not intended as a substitute for information from legal, educational, or medical professionals. Always seek the advice of your attorney or qualified health care provider with any questions you may have with regards to legal, educational, or medical concerns. 